0: Why are you not donating to my podcast? So here we are. I thought I was not going to make one last podcast for the new year, but this is it. This has to be it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, attractive girls and eh, you have a beautiful soul, girls. It is I, Fried Oreo, the host of the Fried Oreo Show. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, My last episode, it was fun to put together. I don't want to talk about the stats. It's premature. No, let's keep it transparent. Let's keep it transparent. My last episode. Okay. It has one listen. <laughs> it has one listen. Um, but cons- consistency is key. The numbers are, are great. I don't wince at them when I look at them. I, I find them intriguing and interesting in certain ways. And by numbers, I mean the analytics of how my podcast is performing. But uh, ultimately, I know it's a long game. You know, it's nothing is going to really happen in this short amount of time. And when everybody listens to my podcast for the first time, they always start at the first episode. The first episode is, um, tied for my most listened to episode. So that's a given considering it's the first option. Most people have when, um, uh, they're starting to listen to the podcast. So uh, I'm not deterred at all by this, but it's just numbers to, uh, Uh, signify and indicate. Um, This episode is going to be about a term, and you you guys already see it, the artwork is already there, but a term that I never really heard until today when I was at work. And it's called Minnesota Goodbye. But we're going to get into that in a little bit. I don't want to talk about that right now. What I do want to talk about Is I'm finally starting to have the courage, yes, courage, to talk about personality typing once more. And I had a fear of not knowing as much information when I had started out my journey in terms of not just knowing my personality type, but also getting others to understand their personality type. And that's where the conflict arose, where people would swear by, you know, they took the test some odd years ago for school and they took it again. They got different results, our same results or et cetera, but something wouldn't sit right with me based upon the information and knowledge that I had ascertained from a personality typing. And sometimes it wouldn't really measure up. Great example. A friend of mine uh, and she knows who 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 she is when I bring this example up. But it's always a great example of when I had that eureka moment where I knew like I had to do more research, but I also knew that something was amiss because she got a personality type of INTP, and I just knew there was no way she could be an INTP because uh, another one of my great friends was an INTP, and it just was something. That was so amiss between the two that, um, now not all INTPs are alike. that's, that's a given. But if you put a bunch of INTPs in a room with a bunch of other personality types, they will start to stand out. They will have some similarities, not in the sense, they all talk the same, but it's, it's just certain the way in their tone and their voice is very monotone and, and et cetera. Uh, but anyway, so that started my journey in terms of investigating personality typing, and I was correct. She indeed was not an INTP, but she swore up and down she was, <laughs> but that's a whole other story, um, getting into the components of personality typing, but we're going to talk about that at a different date. I be, I, that's like kind of like one of my sort of hot requested items, because I've been talking about it in this uh, social audio app that I'm on called Swell. So um, a lot of people have been very open and suggestive, uh, not suggestive, but very open to that sort of conversation. So that will be coming up soon. And I want to talk about my dating life and how I want to be accountable for the decisions I make with my dating life. In a sense, when I started doing my online dating journey, probably now about a year ago uh or actually no about 2 years ago cuz it was this was oh no sorry it was when i had started it it was right before the pandemic so roughly a year and a half ago i want to say but anyway what was interesting is that when I started out my journey, um, there was this need for me to kind of be like, well, you know, uh, I'm looking for a, a serious relationship or a long-term relationship or something akin to that. And I would get different reactions from the people who I would talk with. Some women assumed that I was wanting to have a long-term relationship with them because if I responded to them and that's what it said on my profile bio, then chances are that's what I want from them. But that's like, it's a placeholder. You know, it's like, yes, I I would ideally like this, but that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to, you know, connect in that sort of way. And I was always on the fence. Should I make it casual or should I make it like long-term? Because if I put it as casual, in some ways I thought it was like I might as well be saying like let's just have sex which was not my intentions or agenda um so I wanted it to be somewhere in between and it took a little bit of time for me figuring it out I, I, I remember I deleted all my dating apps at one point in time because it just it just didn't feel like I had the energy and it's weird like I'm very spiritual when it comes to dating apps in a weird way like in a sense that I'm very in tune with vibrations I get from people. And sometimes it resonates and connects, like let's say with the girl or the lady, I'm sorry, that went out on a date with and I talked about it um, the last episode. I would say we didn't have a really strong vibration, but uh, that chance encounter and being with her in the flesh and just having general conversation sparked that vibrational energy in me to where I had a kind of a, a bode of confidence, if you will, to where I knew that this was the start of good things to come. Now, it may not necessarily be with that lady. And here's the other thing I wanted to talk about, but I'm keeping my options open. So... The old one, I would date to basically have sex with the girl. And that's why I would do it primarily with them coming to my place. And that's one of the um, benefits of having your own place <laughs> from a guy who used to live with his mom in the basement is that, you know, if I want a person to come over and my kids aren't there anyway. They can come. I don't have to worry about a roommate. I don't have to work out a schedule with anyone. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. But uh, that was the intention prior. And it was mixed reactions or mixed results, I should say. Because on one hand, I did do some stuff with some women. But it wasn't an ideal situation. But it was sort of an ideal uh, opportunity to have a relationship with the lady, but that didn't work out. So I had to kind of go back to the, the, the drawing board. You know, I had to kind of figure out what it was that I wanted. And I wanted to have connections with lovely women, lovely ladies. That's It's just that simple. And I wanted to kind of just like actually go on real dates instead of, you know, Netflix and chill dates. I've, I've been fortunate especially what I hear from other gentlemen out there on YouTube and all, all that sort of stuff. I, some people it's hard to date for them, but for me, it's always was easy. It wasn't really that difficult to um, get with somebody or connect with someone. That was always kind of easy for me to do. And I think it was one of the reasons why I, I, I took to social media so well, you know, like what now, some 23 odd years ago or so, a long time ago. But I just had an ability to communicate through digital that felt genuine and real and it made the other person feel just as comfortable. And arguably that's what I do with the podcast right now as I'm talking with you. So, um, yeah, when I was looking at what did I want and what did I not want? I didn't want to feel like the first good girl that came along like I dropped everything for you know I wanted to be more patient this time and to have more outings and going places before um, that stuff came along I wanted to make clear of that and that's kind of the way I've been going you know um, I had a situation where I was talking with the lady uh, and I had made some kind of flirtatious remarks and she said to me like hopefully that's not all you see me as is a booty call and uh and i said no I, i i didn't say anything in like an overt way of that i wanted to do stuff with you and as we talked more and more it became apparent to me and this is where the the personality typing comes into play that she had a history of kind of being a people pleaser with men in hopes that this would make her connect with men more. And at times she probably had sex a little earlier than she felt comfortable with. And I find this is what women of that stature tend to place boundaries with right away. And you'll see it on their profiles. Um, No, I do not want one night stand or this or that. Whereas some women I feel command that energy where they don't need to say it. You can obviously tell that there is no way you are going to bed them in the first night, you know? So but other women, they're very, I wouldn't go so far as to say insecure, but they're just very guarded when it comes to that sort of stuff. So with this particular lady, as I was talking through this with her and walking through with this with her, she was agreeing with what I was saying. And I said, yeah, based upon that, those aren't my intentions. I, I used to be that person. Trust me, if I wanted to d- do that and make that my intentions, I would have done it already. I'm not gonna try to be your friend first and then slide you the d- dick pick. No, that's that's not how I roll. <laughs> I don't do that. So, but I just kind of, uh, in a way, I just don't do the the dick pick thing at all anymore. So. Um, That's another conversation for another day. My older listeners probably now are crinkling their nose like, oh, no, DeWan, where is this going? It's going in all different sorts of places. I got the biggest compliment today from a listener, and he said that I'm a great storyteller when I do this podcasting thing. And, you know, I used to take that as an insult back in the day, back in the day. I remember there was a guy, I can't, honestly, I can't forget his, I kind of forget his name now, but because it's been so long since we interacted, but he had said my biggest attribute to my podcasting is my personality. And I was like, what? Because at this time I touted myself as a intellectual, a philosopher, you know, an artist to dare say I was a personality. But when I thought about it, everybody has a personality, right? So why is that? A, a, a achievement mark for me that stands out to where he needed to compliment it. And I think it's because I effortlessly am myself when I do podcasting. It, it's not a front I'm putting on. It's not a facade. It's me. People who in my day-to-day life talk, hear me talk. This is how I talk. So, um, but yes, I am in front of a studio-grade microphone, so that kind of enhances the talk a bit more. And I got uh, effects to enhance the voice even more, but just the seeing the microphone in front of me, it changes. And I got my headsets on, my studio cans that are top-grade that you need a special uh, driver, audio amplifier driver, to be able to listen clearly with the headphones, so it changes my mode of delivery as opposed to just recording on my phone something. So uh, yes, that, that is what adds to the flavor of the storytelling. And honestly, I've been doing audio recordings for so long that I am to the point now where I usually will know what I'm going to say before I say it, but I could still allow a bit of improv improvisational skills to go into play before I end with what it is I have to say, and I remember people used to accuse me of like saying I was reading from a script, and I'm like, no, I just I've been doing it. I've been I put in my ten thousand hours. This is you know a layup for me now, but for most people, it, it's it's the hardest part. You know they want to start a podcast, and you know they instantly think of Joe Rogan. They think of uh, the Breakfast Club. They think of all these other podcasters who are established names and brands, and they're like, damn, why doesn't my stuff sound like that? Well, maybe I should have topics like them, and maybe I should and it's it's the it's the starter kit for any podcaster. We're all gonna do it. But at some point in time, you're gonna find your own identity within all of that. And that's what that's what's most important. So I guess you kind of need to go through the malarkey before you can get there. I see I got a message on Bumble. Yeah. My top, my top dating apps. I should talk about that in another pod, but I'll just throw it out right now. Facebook dating. That seems to be the number one place where I get the most interaction. And I would say Bumble. uh, No, what what would be second? Maybe hinge and Tinder is a tie. Bumble is kind of last. It was like, it was hot when I first got on there. You know how these dating apps, they kind of curate the algorithm in your favor at first. So you get this like feeling that it's like this all the time. But then, you know, they drop you off a cliff after that. <laughs> and they make it almost impossible for your, your name to get boosted out there. So more people can see you and, and can vote on you and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, there's one person I'm talking with on here. Uh, she seems interesting, but, but uh, yeah, it's a whole science to, it's a numbers game when it comes to the, the online dating experience and you gotta be a very patient person, but you also have to be a very like, uh, impulsive person. So when that opportunity arises and you make that connection, it's very important that you seal the deal, so to speak, in terms of establishing that contact, um, I used to kind of be lazy with it at first and I would say some dumbass shit and they would never talk to me again. Actually there's one lady in particular, and I'm gonna ask for her permission, but she kinda of curved me the first couple of times <laughs> that I matched with I matched with her once uh, on Facebook dating and she she curved me. I matched with her on Bumble, but she curved me and, and now we talking, you know, cool. We we cool, we talk all the time. But uh I can imagine women in that process of going on these apps, it can be like energy consuming because there's so much comments, the messages they get, especially the attractive ones. These are the only ones I go after, by the way, the attractive ones. Um, they tend to have easily 50 plus messages, maybe sometimes 90 plus. So you have to stand out. And I, I tend to, I'm, I'm very good with that. That's what being an INTJ provides me, by the way. It's my superpower. But anyway, um, long story short, what is Minnesota goodbye? Well, I feel like I'm kind of doing it now. So, you know, sometimes when you, people visit and then they have to go, but then you start having a conversation as you're going out the door. And the next thing you know, y'all talking for an hour, but you still have to go. And then you're kind of getting in your car and then y'all talking again for another 30 minutes. It's like, that's what the Minnesota goodbye is. It's like, you're saying goodbye, but you're being so nice and letting them still talk that you actually, you know, before you know it, you're in a conversation and you're like, Oh shit, I gotta go. I gotta go, man. I gotta go. That's, that's kind of what's going on right now. I feel with me, even though I'm, I'm not really feeling like I have to go, but I kind of do have to go because it's 10 15 but y'all should be proud of me i haven't yawned yet usually at this hour 10 15 p.m i'm, I'm yawning like crazy and I'm, I'm barely able to hold myself together but i wanted to make this episode to be the last episode of 2021 got exciting stuff coming up for all of you in 2022 and i'm deciding how long do i want my seasons to be this is episode nine i'm not really sure if i want to extend my season 1 to like 20 episodes cuz all my greatest tv shows i watch they're like they're like 11 or 12 episodes each season so i think that's what i'm going to do instead <laughs> so yeah we'll have a couple more before the se- the, the season finale and uh, that should be that should be fun but anyway thank you all for listening to this particular pod minnesota goodbye And uh, what else is there to say, really? But these were a few of my ideas, and hopefully you enjoyed them. Oh, and also, please be aware that I have on on Spotify, I recommend all of you listen on Spotify, because you'll be able to participate in some text-based engagement. Uh, where you can answer a question, I will pose, and then your answer or your question, the answer or the reply you give me will be posted for the, everyone to see on the pod. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh oh, I felt a little yawn right there. Okay, so I didn't get completely through, and we're at 20 minutes right now. So this is Minnesota goodbye because I'm, I'm still talking. Okay, all right, now I'll shut up.